Imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women. Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lead Hership Global. We are so excited to have all of you with us this week, where we have the privilege and honor of speaking with Teresa Ashby. She is the COO of Kaleidoscope Media Services, and today she's going to be talking with all of us about the secrets to growing and scaling your company. Now, you know, when companies grow, they're actually increasing their revenue as fast as they're adding resources to help fuel that growth. But when a company scales, on the other hand, they actually add revenue at a faster rate, then they can increase their cost structure, which means more profitability. The company's gains outpace its losses, which allows it to not only grow, but also to scale. And although there is a whole plethora of advice now being given about how to grow and scale your fledgling startup, there's also a dirty little secret out there. Once you've achieved rapid growth, the hard work really begins. Because I got to tell you, scaling is hard. Scaling a business means setting the stage to enable and support growth in your company. It means having the ability to grow without being hampered. And that requires planning, funding, the right systems, the right staff, processes, technology, partners. So as you launch your business, you should already be thinking about strategy to scale your business. If you simply continue to try to increase your revenue by adding more resources with a corresponding equal increase in cost, then I gotta tell you, your growth is gonna stagnate. You'll get to a point where you realize the effort to grow simply isn't worth the financial gain. So today we are so excited to have with us Dr. Teresa Ashby. Now think about it. What could you touch and transform more clients' lives while having more time, more freedom, and work smarter, not harder? Well, it's possible. And that's what Dr. Teresa Ashby is going to speak with us about today. She knows the actions, the math, the science, the systems, creating results that are reliable, repeatable, and worth celebrating. Consultants, coaches, authors, speakers who want to create e-learning courses, digital academies, membership sites, online communities have been turning to Teresa to take their big ideas into stunning bottom line results and beyond. As I noted, she's the COO of Kaleidoscope Media Services. She consults with companies and individuals on how to enter the billion-dollar e-learning and digital product market. She helps clients use digital products for business sustainability, scalability, and successability. She is savvy, she's provocative, and a genuine individual who is widely respected for her business acumen. She has spent two decades studying what it takes to scale your business, and she's identified by Forbes as the business scaling expert. Dr. Teresa is the host of Heart, Hustle, and Humor podcast, a show for dedicated 
hardworking, fun entrepreneurs and business owners who want to build a business bigger than their wildest dreams. It's a place where you can get inspired and motivated. So Dr. Teresa, thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad to have you with us today. Well, thank you. And I am so excited to be here. I think the work that you do, the information you bring to your audience is critical, particularly in today's environment. I agree. I tell you, we have spoken with some of the most incredibly inspiring luminaries, pioneers, trailblazers, and you are certainly a shining example of the kind of brilliance that we tend to have as a part of Leadership Global. So Teresa, tell us a little bit about your journey. What's led you to have such passion around entrepreneurialism and growing and scaling businesses? Well, you know, we all have our journey, right? And and I'm kind of that person that took a sort of a um, few detours on on my path. I thought I wanted to do something, then I kind of went someplace else. And I've had many opportunities to have different jobs. But when I went into corporate and I, and I got that great, lovely corporate job, I was doing great. I was being, you know, pushed up the ladder and, you know, my next position was going to be the next big thing. What I found for me is I wasn't able to step back and really lead with the genuine heart-centered leadership. And it, and it bugged me for years. And I saw my pops, uh, I saw my mom, I saw my brother-in-law, all of these people were entrepreneurs around me. And I saw what they were doing. They were building a lifestyle that they wanted to build. So I kept thinking, but do I wanna leave that sense of security of, of the paycheck? And, and for the big corporations, I was helping them build hospitals. I mean, I was helping with their strategic plan. I had nine departments, all of this but it wasn't fulfilling to me. And so when I took the leap and became an entrepreneur, I was really able to significantly change my model, who I was, and I got to really lead and help people scale their business. And that, you know, the word scale, it's it's huge, but I was able to really help other people and that fulfilled me. And in turn, I saw their growth in their leadership, in their planning, in their business, in their wealth, with their kids, their family. And so my journey has been fantastic getting into this entrepreneurship and being the leader that was in my heart and connected to my head. I love that, Teresa. That makes all kinds of sense. Yeah. So let me um, dive in a little bit into how business owners actually develop a sustainable and scalable business model. What would you recommend that business owners start thinking about and the action steps that they need to take to develop a truly sustainable and scalable business model? Well, I I think the first thing is we have to have the mindset of where's our end in mind. In other words, what's your exit plan? Now, whether you plan to exit or not, the fact is you have to have that end goal because understanding where you want to go and grow your business is your first step. And then you have to go back and say, where are my revenue opportunities? What is it that I'm building or doing? Whether it's a service business, a product business, you have to analyze those products and services you're using or developing. And the reason I say that is often we sit down and we build these great strategic plans. 
you know, they're, they're pages and pages and pages of lines. And now years ago, I was all for that. I was like, let's build that binder that's just beautiful with your objectives and your tactics. And let's have a whole bunch of objectives and it looks really good. And then you present to the board of directors and they're like, wow, I'm really impressed with this binder. But the reality is that binder sat on shelves. And when you pulled it out, you had to blow on it and get the dust off of it and nothing was actually moving. And so for me now, I suggest that people, if they really wanna scale their business, they have to say, what am I doing? What am I doing to transform the people I work with and build a one to two page strategy plan? What is your main focus? Don't have five, six, seven. And, and, and Linda, I know you know this, right? You see people building, like I have five things I'm gonna focus on in the next 90 days. I promise you that is not the way to scale your business. The way to scale it is have that one focus those three products or the three services you offer and get really clear how you're offering those products. I, I love think, that, right? Teresa. And I will say that we do the same thing at Leadership Global. We have a five-year business plan that is on one sheet of paper. There you we, go. We know absolutely every single metric we have to hit by week, by month, by quarter, by year. Yeah over the next five years, but we've boiled that down to one vision statement, yes. one strategy plan on one piece of paper. And think about how you have that one piece of paper. You can tuck it in your pocket. You can put it in your notebook and it's always in front of you and you can always focus. And then you go, if I make this decision today, does it get me one, clo one step closer to my focused strategy, my focused outcome. That's right. Yeah. So I love the idea of simplifying and clarifying business processes with the end in mind, exactly yeah. where you want to be at the end of your journey. Now, when should a business owner consider incorporating sort of digital products or scaling technologies platforms, new systems into their services to be able to take that first step into scaling their business. Sure. Immediately. Everybody's expecting it now, right? And and what what and I, I kind of say that in jest, but it's because people want it, it's important that we're giving them the right price and we're giving them ease and convenience to us as the senior leaders, as the people running our companies, they want access to you. So something somebody can do right now is when you're looking at your business model, you wanna understand what is step one of the customer journey? How do they contact you? Do they call you? Do they email you? What's that first step? And then you have to understand your sales cycle. What am I having these, where are my conversations happening? How am I getting them to buy? And when you understand your scalability model, you go, where could a digital product, and I'll talk a little bit about the different kinds of digital products, but where could a digital product add to someone getting to know, like, and trust me at a price point that is not your VIP price point? And that digital product allows them to easily buy something for you from you. It's now a revenue generator. And now they get to know, like, and trust you. And then they will buy something bigger and larger from you. 
And that's where you only do it if it fits into that business model. We at College Community Services, we are an avid believer that you don't create e-learning courses or any digital product to generate wealth. You do it to add to the process of what you're delivering so that you can increase and have people buy more of you, whether you're coaching, whether you're, you know, whether it's a product, because what people don't understand when it comes to digital products, people think this is the way I'm going to scale. Well, it's scaling because you're, they're buying you and then, then you're selling up, but when you think you're going to make, and, and people are out there making millions of dollars, you'll see them. The little secret behind it, Linda, is that what they don't understand, if they make $100,000, they're spending $50,000 on marketing and advertising. That is not our philosophy about scaling your business. You have to do it smart and efficient and let people see and know you. That's right. I love that, Teresa. So we talked about when a business owner should consider incorporating some sort of technology platform. Now let's talk about the how. Yeah. How can we leverage technology platforms to help scale a business? So many people, the first question people ask me is, what technology should I use? What, what technology should I use to be efficient? I want to be efficient. And we also get the second thing is people will say, I'm spending $500 a month on this technology and I'm not using it. So here's the how of integrating technology, no matter what you're considering. First, make two columns, a column of I need and I want. And then you research the technology and buy the technology that gives you everything you want. And then some of the things you need, knowing that your future, what your future growth is. Don't just buy technology, quite frankly, because your colleague uh, who is also an entrepreneur bought this technology. It's not the same for your business. So we, when we're developing e-courses or any digital product, we ask, what are you trying to do? What's the end game for using technology? And then we back that into what they want and a price point. And here's, here's the great thing about technology. You can choose a technology and implement it for low cost. And then as you grow, right, because we're talking about scaling, as you grow, you can change the technology. Nowadays, it's so easy to integrate. It's so easy to change, but don't buy so much technology that you don't know how to use it and you get frustrated. So, so the how is investigate, know your two columns, and then select what works for your business. Yeah, and Teresa, I think you've done a really nice job touching on such an important subject, which is why it's so important to build scalability into your business model first before deciding what digital product or service needs to be added into the business offerings. Yeah. And I think that's such an important consideration. What's the fastest and easiest way to add digital products or uh, technology platforms that will accelerate the scale of a business's products and service offerings? Well, I, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody how to do a little cheat here. So when people go to build a digital product, they get overwhelmed. They're like, I'm used to being in front of people. I'm used to standing up and teaching. And that's all well and good, right? But, but times have changed. So I'm, I'm going to show you, everybody, I'm going to talk a little bit about a hack. The easiest way to build your first digital product 
is get a few of your friends, or you can run a real workshop, but get a few of your friends, you create the workshop. You already, most people already have something. They have a, a speech they do. Then you're going to get on a Zoom call with everybody and you're going to teach it and you're going to record it. It doesn't matter if there's ums and uhs and bumps in the road. It just doesn't matter. This is an opportunity for you to do it easily. Now, here's the, here's the real trick. You take that and you go and find a, uh, somebody that can transcribe it. So I have no affiliation with rev.com, but we tend to use that. We take that and we send it to rev.com. They transcribe your whole entire workshop for you. Now you take that script and you break it down into easily uh, manageable chunks, some modules, some lessons, and then you have it produced. And that is, that is one of the easiest ways for people to jump in. The, the other piece that we're really seeing people jump in in the digital market, which is also something that's quite easy, is creating a video sales letter. And this works great for people who want to scale their business because it's not your time for, you know, you're not exchanging your time. Remember that we don't want to do a lot of stuff uh, that, that's our time. So if you create a video sales letter, you know, we're always, Linda, we're always in groups, right? And somebody says, well, what, what do you do? And you go, well, listen, I'm going to, what's your email? Okay. I'm going to send you a little video. And this video sales letter is 60 to 90 seconds. So easy. And you send that video sales letter. They see you present, they get your personality and they're really clear on what you do. And then when you send them that email, guess what? You send a link to make a 15 minute discovery call with you. So they've seen your video, they've met you, they've seen your video, and now they can automatically set up a 15 minute. And that's how you get more customers with saving time. Time for money, we have to get out of that mindset. We need to automate and do, that's why we do e-courses. That's why you do video sales letters so that you have more time to work with your VIP clients. And, that, and that's really, um, particularly if you're a solopreneur, if you're a small business, we need to be able to leverage our time to the max. That's right. And that's the secret of scaling is to ensure that you have ways of creating a repeatable process that's automated, that doesn't require the same time intensive that perhaps it did when you were growing. That's so right. as you noted, you just gave some great examples of how the marketplace has really shifted and People are much more open now to e-learning courses yeah. and learning through digital platforms and through community. So what are some of the first steps that someone can take to take advantage of some of those shifts that we're seeing in the marketplace? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, the, the advantage here is that uh, it, it's not as difficult as people think to do this. Um, we, we are a little overwhelmed where we feel like we're being inundated. We feel like we're always on Zoom calls, but I, I, I believe that it has to now be a little bit of a balance, right? It's, it, it's how, how do you interact with people still on the same level of that personal level while creating these efficiencies? And it's, it's about you having a, a, not you, Linda, but you know, the, the listeners and all of us, right? It's a, a true shift in our mindset. We have to realize that this is the way 
of the world. I also believe that by adding digital products or getting comfortable on Zoom calls, doing workshops, doing presentations through technology, we're global. We are global. And that is one of the easiest ways to scale your business by offering something globally. Do you know, there are some days that I'm talking to people and I love it. I love it because I learned so much from other people, what they're doing. I'm on, I'm talking to somebody in Africa. I'm talking to somebody at the UK. You know, I'm talking to somebody in Dubai. I mean, how exciting is that? And, you know, we get stuck thinking the traditional way of growing our business. So I think the, the, the first thing is our shift in our mindset. And then we say, what is it in my business that I'm doing every day that I don't need to be doing and I can create a digital product? Is it my onboarding? Is it my teaching that client that's coming on how to do it? Digitize yourself and realize that there are many places in the world that can use your service, that are ready to use your service. So, so that global mindset it, it, it will blow your mind what's out there. So don't stay isolated in your little zone anymore. We tend to surround us ourselves with people who are like-minded and that's great, but reach out. And I think if you do that, it will enable you to easily shift. Yeah. Speaking of shift, Teresa, what made you shift into digital spaces and help create e-learning courses, online membership sites, digital communities, but really those technology platforms that allow any kind of business to grow and truly scale? What made you make that shift yourself? Well, I, I'm going to tell you, it, it's it's really a great story. So um, I, I knew Laura Neubauer, who's my business partner, and we knew each other for years. And one day I got a call from her and she said, hey, Teresa. I have this great idea. I know you're leaving on vacation, but we need, we need to talk. So I'm like, okay, if Laura Neubauer calls you, you kind of pick up the phone and you kind of go meet and have coffee with her. I mean, it's just, she's, she's built 14 different businesses and sold them. So you kind of, you know, you, you go, okay. So she and I sat down and she had this great idea about e-teenpreneur, which is our passion project, teaching teenagers how to be entrepreneurs. So she and I sat down and we thought, yeah, this, this is great. Well, and then we're like, we're going to build e-learning courses. We're going to build a membership site. We're going to have all this community. And pretty darn smart people. And we realized this is a little bit more difficult than it's not that easy. And if we're having problems, are other people having problems? So then we did some research and we saw where are people, and this was four years ago, four and a half years ago, where are people putting their money? Where are venture capitalists putting their money? And, you know, we talk a lot about scale. I mean, scan, you scan and take action or you scan and hold. We scanned the environment and we saw millions and millions of dollars being pumped in to the new technologies. So putting the difficulty of how it is for us and the money, we said, we have a business here. And so our our whole thing is to help 100,000 businesses scale by adding digital products because that's our heart and that's where we're going. And if you want to go full circle, think about me being in corporate America. I wasn't able to do that. And the whole reason for me to learn, for me to leave that was because I wanted to help people. And now this is the wave of the future. And that's, that's how our, our company actually came into uh, business. 
I love that. What a great story. And you're right. It is about scaling processes, operations, systems, and technologies yep. that will allow a company to truly accelerate their growth, increase their profitability, increase their reach, become a lot more productive, and keep a cap on their resources. They don't yes. have to add resources and add people and add systems and add process to gain more profit. The whole That's idea right. of scale is restrict and cap resource allocation while you exponentially grow your Absolutely. profitability. And that's exactly what you're enacting and enabling through your digital projects and through your technology platform. So Teresa, I am so grateful that you shared your wisdom, your insight, your experience with the Leadership Global community. And I have one last question for you. I want to honor our time together, but I have to ask you, what is the best leadership advice that you've ever received that you'd like to pass on to our audience? Thank you for asking that question. It's such an important question. And, and here's what I've learned over the years. If you're gonna do a new idea, if you're gonna build a new product or a new service, you need to get input from people. Go out and ask people, ask people who have done it. Okay, ask people who are um, I, I, more successful than you in the sense of they've actually grown their business. Ask those people. You get 10 different ideas and, 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 and input. Choose the input that's right for you. Just because somebody gave you advice does not mean it's right for you. Hold to your branding, hold to your integrity and, and know you have that vision to exit your business and to transform people. And, and you manage the information you gathered. And I, and I think that's been the best advice for me because I would listen to somebody and then I'm like, oh, I gotta do that. And then I'd listen to somebody, oh, I gotta do that. Like, oh, they're brilliant, I gotta do this. No, I have to take the brilliance from the five different people, gather all their brilliance, and then choose what's right for me, and then go. So that to me is that. important. So it sounds like what you're suggesting is, one, ask for feedback, but be discerning about who <laughs> yes. you're asking that feedback from. Make sure that they are embodying the kind of success that you aspire to. And then even then, use discernment about what advice you actually integrate into your own leadership journey. Right. Still use your own discretion and your own judgment to decide of all the advice, all the guidance, all the feedback that you may receive from carefully chosen advisors. Yes. Still yet, use your own discretion and judgment about what fits you. I love that, Teresa. Thank yeah. you so much. For everyone listening, this is Teresa Ashby, the COO of Kaleidoscope Media Services. And we just had a fascinating conversation about the secrets of growing and scaling your company. I appreciate your time, Teresa. Thank you so much for so generously sharing your expertise, your knowledge, and your insight with the audience of Leadership Global. Thank you. Thank you for joining Leadership Global's award-winning podcast. As a member of Leadership Global, you have the opportunity to meet inspirational leaders, create lifelong friendships, and be surrounded by others who are invested in your success. 
Join our global community of inspiring women in leadership, women who will help you create greater levels of impact, support your personal and professional breakthroughs, and help you accelerate your success. Don't miss out on the opportunity to show up, speak up, and step up in your professional and your personal life. Find out how you can join us at leadhershipglobal.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.